This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, Steeler fans. I'm your host, G Stryker, and welcome to your SteelerNation.com podcast. Today, I am psyched to have an exclusive interview with our newest defensive lineman from Nebraska, Carlos Davis. Carlos, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Oh, we're super psyched to have you on the phone, obviously. And I just interviewed another teammate of yours, Kevin Dotson. I'm not sure if you've talked to any of them yet, but he also has a twin brother. So I found that really interesting because you have a twin brother as well. Yes, I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know he had a twin brother. <laughs> so that's something you guys can talk about then when you guys hopefully get into meeting each other soon. And because uh, yeah. all the craziness going on, I know it's just really tough to – lock everybody down and do any rookie mini camps or OTAs or anything like that, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So you and your brother, you grew up in Blue Springs, Missouri, just outside of Kansas City, uh, obviously with your twin brother, Khalil. And the both of you were adopted by a loving family before you were both one. So can you please tell us about your family life when you guys were growing up? Yes. Um, My family was pretty, very diverse. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, me and Claire were adopted and then their oldest daughter, she's only, uh, she has a different dad. So we're very diverse. Cool. But we're very, uh, mm-hmm. we're very outgoing family. Nice. And if you met my dad, you would, you wouldn't think like you would think that he was our real dad because yeah. we kind of look alike. Awesome. So, uh, we are, we're very outgoing. Mm-hmm. We love each other. And, uh, we're a very like energetic family. We all have personalities. That's great. So you guys obviously started playing some football in high school. Uh, what positions did you start off playing when you started high school football? I originally started as a linebacker, mm. and then, and then uh, my coach said, "Why don't you go put your hand in the dirt? I think that would suit you better." <laughs> and then it just kind of took it just kind of took off from there. Nice. And what was it like then in high school playing? with your twin brother as well. Um, it was great. It was, uh, it was fun. Cause they just kind of let us, you know, do our thing out there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as uh, complex as college or the NFL. So we were just out there really playing ball and, and just tackling people and having a good time. We had, some, we made some good memories in high school. That's fantastic. What was your favorite NFL team when you guys were growing up? I did. Uh, mine was the Ravens, just because. Nice. Um, just because uh, Ray Lewis, I was a Ray Lewis fan. Yeah. I didn't really care about the Ravens. I just, I just liked Ray Lewis as a player. Yeah, yeah, and they had a dominating defense too. They were a lot of fun to watch when he was in charge. I'll tell you that. Yes. So now it looks like you and your brother also ran some track. What events did you start off doing in track when you were in high school? Um. We used to run, mm-hmm. and we would we would run and throw, but then it started getting hectic because sometimes when you would run on an event, yeah, 
the you trying to throw the shot put or the discus at the same time. Yeah. And uh, we were we were getting really good at discus and shot. Yeah. We just stuck to we just stuck to the throws, mm-hmm. and then we became really good at it. And we were one and two in the nation coming out of high school. So who was one and who was two? I was one. Khalil was two. <laughs> That's great. I'm sure you you let him know that too when uh when when that was happening because you guys are the the biggest competition are, are each other it seems and it seems like you guys really push each other to be your best. Yes, most definitely. So then. In college, did you did you focus on discus then in college? But were you still still throwing weights and, and um, shot as well, shot put? No, I did uh, my freshman year. I redshirted, so I just did. I did shot and disc. Yeah, because I had the time for it. And then when I started playing, I just did discus. Yeah. And then you started killing it at discus. Obviously, you ended up being named second team All American and. Again, didn't you just edge out your brother? Didn't he get named third team All American in discus this past year? Yeah, he got honorable mention, and I got second team. Awesome! And uh, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. That is super cool. And he then also did he only throw discus as well? Yeah, he only only threw discus um, towards the end of the our career. Cool. And you were the class six defensive player of the year at your senior high school. What was the process yeah. then for you deciding on what school to attend? Um, my uncle, he played at Nebraska, mm-hmm. and he was a black shirt. So that's all we knew, and we only took one official visit. Yeah. And that was to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. So once they offered, it was a done deal. We committed as juniors, uh-huh. and we were loyal to him ever since. Oh, wow. And it was really amazing that they also allowed you to throw disc as well as, as compete in football together. And was that one of the biggest reasons why you chose Nebraska that they allowed you to do that? Were other schools kind of a little against you doing that? Yeah. A lot of schools were against that, but Nebraska um, said that we could do both. That's great. That's great. So now you and your brother are playing together for the Cornhuskers right next to each other on defense. Um, When did you decide to settle in, did, did they decide on the positions for you then when you came to Nebraska, or is it just you guys just kind of fell into it? How was that process then with the coach? Um, when we were originally recruited, we were going to be the D tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were in a 4-3, it was going to be the three in the nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then, uh, so we played that our first year, and then we got we played in a 3-4 ever since then, after that first year. Mm. And you were playing – nose correct and your brother then was playing the end on the outside of you uh we both played the four eyes they're kind of like three tech three techniques but yes um, yeah but inside of the tackle oh i got you and that's you obviously know Steelers love their three techs i mean that's basically what what they run along the defensive line they've got great great talented three techs and uh it's something yeah. that we we love the way that they're rushing the passer um so uh you guys graduated in 2019. What was your major? Mine was human development mm-hmm. and then minor in uh, education. Wonderful. See, look at that. You did major and a minor and throwing disc and doing football. Man, you can do it all, Carlos. That's amazing. I know. It, was, it wasn't It was easy, but uh, I got it done. I got it done. <laughs> that is super cool. And then 
you ended up going to the combine this past year. What was the combine experience like for you? It was a it, it was a rough week altogether. Yeah, um, we were we were up late, up early. Mm-hmm. They really only gave us one good meal, and that was the night before we had to perform. Wow. And uh, but it was a it was a good experience just from putting names to faces on all the people that you played against, and the the big time people um, that you see on TV. Mm-hmm. Just getting to talk to them, interact with them, and just seeing everybody compete. It was it was fun to be out there. And obviously, I think your track experience when you were growing up and running really helped you out with your 40 times because it is just amazing to see big guys over 300 pounds running a 4.8, running a 4.75. I mean, that is just absolutely brilliant. I mean, I was always a thin guy and a receiver in high school, and I was running a 4.7. So you guys would be able to cover me down the field. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So it, 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 it helped us out a lot. We knew how to run. I really didn't think that I would run that fast, but um, the dude I was training with was uh, lying to me about my times in training. So I didn't, he, I didn't know what I was really going to run. Yeah. So he's he's giving you like longer time, so you didn't think you were as fast as you were. Yeah. He he would. I guess he was telling us that we were running like five zero. Yeah. Five one. Yeah. But we were. I don't know what we were really running. <laughs> so I just expect him to run like five zero at the combine. So do you think he was doing that to kind of push you to see if you could say like, oh, I can run way faster than a five zero? Yeah, he he was doing it to push us, and it worked. That's great. And then fortunately, Nebraska got to to do their pro day then because they ended up having it in early March. I know a lot of the people I've been interviewing here recently had their pro days canceled because of the uh, COVID nineteen outbreak, but. What was it like for you then, uh, preparing and going through your your pro day? Um, that was fun as well. I didn't have to do a lot of there, mm-hmm. um, but I was really just focused on their position drills, and uh, I did really well in that. I led the position drills nice. for the D linemen, yeah, and that was uh, fun. Um, but it was just fun to get out there, get back to Nebraska, and see everybody. They were, you know, they were happy with the way we performed at the combine. So, a lot of congratulations and. Um, hellos and goodbyes. Really. <laughs> it's like a whirlwind, I'm sure. Just like the combine. I mean, from what I tell talk with uh, players when they go to the combine, they say like, they tell me, "Striker, I've never talked to so many people in my life." <laughs> it's like yes. it's, it is really everybody wants to to get to know you and understand who you are, and that's really tough to do on a short short thing, especially when you're competing day after day in the combine as well to try to do as well as you can in these events. Um, what teams did you end up speaking with then at your pro day? Um, I spoke to the Ravens, mm-hmm. Titans, mm-hmm. the uh, Giants, mm-hmm. and, oh, the Rams were there, and uh, maybe, oh, the Patriots. Nice. And did- but a lot of them, uh, them kind of canceled because – Nebraska's pro day on the 12th, on March 12th, was the last day they did pro days. Yes. So all schools closed down on the 13th, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's something else. So then did you end up talking to the Steelers at the Combine? I don't think I did. I I remember I had a – they were going to fly me in Mm -hmm. on April 6th to do a tour. Mm Mm-hmm. And the workout, and then that got canceled because of COVID nineteen. Yes, 
So then I just did a FaceTime interview with uh, Kevin Colbert, mm-hmm. uh, Scout, and uh, Mike Tomlin. Nice. So walk us through, how was that interview then when you met with Coach Tomlin and Kevin Colbert? Um, it was really good. We were just discussing, like, how to, you know, my process and dealing with COVID-19 and how I was responding to it. Yeah. And then I kind of asked them, you know, how they were responding to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both were in agreement that, you know, it's a it's a pandemic right now, but you still got to work through it. Yeah. And, and, you know, do the stuff you can do mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, for your daily daily purposes. Well, you definitely made an impression. Then, oh, go ahead, Carlos. Please finish. Yes. And then uh, we just kind of we kind of talked about my background. Mm-hmm. They got to know me a little bit. And then we uh, had some laughs. And then that was about it. It was about 15 minutes. Wow. Wow. You, but still, you must have made an impression there in the 15 minutes. That's great. Yes. I, I really liked them. They were good people. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, the most genuine people I, I talked to out of all the teams. So I was just happy that I got to, you know, get to play for them now. So then draft day comes around, and obviously this is a really different thing with the pandemic going on and the way that the draft was held. It was very – it felt like a family affair. All the draft picks – were there with their families. You were there with your brother and your family and had some great moments as well. So what was it like, at least on draft day, watching it together with your family? Um, it was, it was fun. It was suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of, we just kind of enjoyed it, sat back and we had some food <laughs> and we just, we all watched it together. We got, you know, we dressed up a little bit yeah, because we knew it'd be on camera and everybody wanted to look good. Yeah. And uh, so it was It was pretty slow. You know, there was times where people were falling asleep, and yeah. then people recharging their phones and all this stuff. And then <laughs> towards the end of the day, uh, that's when the excitement happened. So can you tell me what happens then? Does the NFL send you a package with a camera in there, or do you utilize your own equipment for the filming of these uh, draft day yeah, so I didn't – it was a surprise to me. My they ESPN had contacted my mom, and I guess how they were doing it was they were live streaming it. Yes. Or they were recording. Uh-huh. ESPN was recording through my dad's phone. Mm-hmm. And then on TV, they played it back, like our reactions and everything. Wow. that I'm amazed that that was a telephone because it was, it was a good shot. I mean, that's a beautiful picture that they were showing your celebration. So I didn't know if they sent you an actual camera, but that was a camera phone. That's amazing. Yeah, that was just my dad's iPhone. Wow. And uh, we kind of set it up, got mm-hmm. the lighting kind of good, and then it really wasn't a good angle, uh-huh. but it was just caught in the moment. And on TV, I guess it looked fine. Yeah, it did. So, it did, especially since, uh, well, your brother Khalil goes first in the sixth round to Tampa. And then what was mm-hmm. it like in the household, obviously, when the, the first person gets drafted? How, how did you guys feel? What was going on? Uh, we were excited. Khalil, I think he told me that he didn't talk to the Bucks once. Wow. <laughs> so it was, so yeah. when, he got, when he got the call, he knew, but he was just so excited. I think he shed it one tear. Mm. Um, and so I knew I was uh, coming coming up soon, and it was a waiting game. Mm-hmm. 
it was really 30 minutes in between, yeah. but it felt like a couple of hours. <laughs> wow. And just before we talk about your your drafting, I at least want to touch base, too. I think it's really, really interesting that your brother's going to be playing at Tampa with another former Cornhusker and Dominica Sue. What's what's have you guys been talking about that? And has he reached out to you guys yet? Yeah, uh, Sue reached out to Khalil. Yeah, and I, I think that's why they wanted to get him. Um, is so he could, uh, mm-hmm. you know, get some coaching up behind Sue, and yeah. then, you know, eventually, you know, start playing with them. But uh, they got a good group of guys up there. Levante David, another black shirt that yeah. went to Nebraska. So wow. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So then like you're saying 30 minutes, which seemed like a lifetime later, you get, you get a phone call from Pittsburgh. Uh, how did you find out initially that you were drafted by the Steelers? Um, so I was, uh, I was on a, another call with Miami at the time. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then, um, they're trying another to, number called. So Miami was trying to line you up, saying they were going to draft you, or they were going to look at you after the draft as being an undrafted rookie free agent. Yeah, they were looking as an undrafted free agent. Yeah. So I had called them. Uh-huh. Well, I got off the phone with them. I told my agent, and then he was on the phone. He got on the phone for a little bit, and then when he was on the phone, the Pittsburgh Steelers called. They were the Colts were right before or who was before. I can't remember, but that yeah. the Steelers were up, yeah. and I got a call right when I got off the phone with my agent, and then, boom, it all happened. I got a uh, call from, I don't think it was Kevin Colbert. Okay. But uh, it was somebody, and then they put the Mike Tomlin on the phone, Yeah. and he said, are, are you ready to be a Steeler? And then it just kind of went, went <laughs> from there. Then I talked to the D-line coach. Oh, great. Is Is that still Mitchell? trying to remember d-line uh carl dunbar carl Dun- that's right that's right he just he was the newer one that's right mitchell was the one before him mm-hmm. great so you and carl dunbar then had a great conversation yes oh, that's great so let's see right here so i read something here interesting too when i was doing a lot of research on your school and there's another interesting connection between you know, Mike Tomlin and Nebraska. And that was the fact that your coach, Scott Frost, used to play in Tampa Bay back when Mike was a coach there. So did you guys ever speak about that Pittsburgh interaction or about Mike Tomlin when you spoke with your coach? I knew, uh, I knew coach uh, Frost was, they had a good connection because coach Frost was talked about Mike Tomlin before. Yeah. in like meetings to the team. So I knew there was a connection there, and then he told me personally that he had played for him, me and Khalil. And so uh, I think I think we told him that we were going up there for an official visit before COVID happened. Yeah. And so he knew that he knew that we were, you know, we were going to be up there, but we definitely knew there was a connection between them. <laughs> That's really interesting, though, because that that is a, a double connection because he played for Tampa Bay. Khalil goes to Tampa mm-hmm. Bay. He he played underneath of Mike Tomlin. Well, Mike Tomlin wasn't his direct position coach, but he stole a coach there. And now you're playing for Mike Tomlin, so it's a really neat like interaction there. This is kind of a a nice story. So now that the two of you are drafted and you've been competing your whole lives, 
is there kind of like uh, a little bit of co- competitive spirit now about where you guys went in the draft, are you, or are you guys just both happy that you're both drafted? Um, there was really no competition, mm-hmm. and who would go like we both? We both just wanted to find a new home and a new team to go play for. Yeah. So that, we were both satisfied that that got to happen and our dreams came true. So. We're happy. He gets to go be somewhere different than me, and mm-hmm. we're uh, separating for the first time now. Oh, I know. That's that's got to be a that's got to be a change for you. Yes, it is. Yeah, but it's going to be good. Yeah, it is. Um, has anybody then on the Steelers team reached out to you directly? Um, I just talked to uh, Kevin Colbert. Just texted me and mm-hmm. welcomed me. Nice. And uh, I talked. Well, I was texting the um, Carl Dunbar earlier today. Mm-hmm. I spoke to the strength, strength and conditioning coach mm-hmm. as well. Nice. And um, I forgot her name, but I talked to the PR lady as well. Great. Great. So you're starting to settle in and get excited. Have they said to you when they're going to try to figure out a time where they can get the rookies together? Um, Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not not that I know. Um, I know there's this uh, virtual meeting mm-hmm. for all the rookies to be on. Yeah. On Thursday. Oh, great. So, I'm a. I gotta. I gotta sign up for that and and uh, do that. Nice. So now we're at the part of the podcast where we take questions from Steeler Nation. So Steeler Nation forums at SteelerNation.com. We've got our forum members that love to uh, ask questions to our new Steelers and. Mm-hmm. We'd like to hear what you have to say about it. Um, okay. Slash Steel writes in and asks, do you have a preference as far as playing defensive tackle or nose tackle? I do not have a preference. I played both in college, mm-hmm. and I really like both. So wherever they need me to be, I'll, I'll be there. Nice. And Paul G. asks, Carlos, you and your brother Khalil, have you guys ever pulled the old switcheroo on the field, go out in each other's jerseys and try to fool the coaches? We uh, we have done it in practice before, uh-huh. and uh, it, it made my coach really mad. Oh, gosh. He was, he, he was really – he already had a hard time trying to figure us out without the helmets on. <laughs> and, uh, it was just not a good day for that. And uh, there was another time uh, Khalil got suspended for a game, and we were – I was going to play in his jersey, but we thought that wasn't a good idea, so we didn't do that. Yes, <laughs> that's smart. Oh, but it sounds like a at least you had a little bit of fun with it. Um, yes. So then, in your opinion, who is the best football player in your family? Hmm. <laughs> I would say my uh, my uncle. Oh, cool. Yeah, you said he, he went to Nebraska. Did Did he play in the mm-hmm. NFL as well? He didn't. He had a chance to, and he chose not to. Okay. And what position did he play? He was a uh, cornerback. Nice. And his name? Lorenzo Hicks. Very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Um, And then the last question here from Paul G. is, what gets you more pumped up, sacking a quarterback or a tackle for a loss on a running back? Uh, I think hitting the quarterback, that's just, there's something about that when you get, you hit a quarterback and then you get up, it's just, it's just a powerful feeling. Mm. And usually that's, that's a big loss anyway. And usually it's a, on a passing downs or more like second, third downs and it almost ends the drive. 
So that's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's uh, it's more demoralizing, I think. <laughs> nice. And then Drink Iron City asks, who is your biggest mentor in your life? I would say my uh, dad and my uncle. Hmm. And which way do they help support you then? They just uh, they just have a knowledge of a of the game, mm-hmm. and they and they uh, even though my dad never played past high school football, he's he knows more about football and the statistics and the history about it than than anybody that I know. So they give a lot of advice um, with that and outside of football. Nice. So I want to do something special for you, Carlos, since you jumped on the podcast mm-hmm. with me. Um, I want you to go over to SteelerNation.com. We've got a tab for gear, and we've got some sweatshirts and T-shirts that you can choose with the Steeler Nation podcast logo on it. Pick out whatever size and color you want. Text it to me, and we'll get it shipped over to you. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) No worries. Also, Steeler Nation, you got to follow Carlos on social media. we got Instagram at underscore Kinglos, K-I-N-G-L-O-S underscore nine six. That's at Instagram at underscore K-I-N-G-L-O-S underscore nine six. Or Twitter at underscore K-I-N-G underscore L-O-S underscore underscore. That's Kinglos on Twitter at underscore K-I-N-G underscore L-O-S underscore underscore i'll have those both up on the steeler nation podcast site so you guys can copy paste as well and once again carlos it's been a pleasure talking to you welcome to the steelers steeler nation is really happy to have you on the team and we're hoping the best for you thank you i can't wait to get there (laughs) awesome hey steeler fans make sure to come on over to the steelernation.com for the best football forum and steelers news on the internet tweet us at steeler nation or instagram us at steeler nation com Thanks again for joining us on the SteelerNation.com podcast. I'm your host, G Stryker, with Carlos Davis, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers!